from the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. And we are live, people. Hi, my name is John Crump. If you don't know who I am, I work for a little gun rights organization called GOA. And uh, we're getting an echo. I killed that right there. I'm also a journalist and I write about ATF and crazy stuff. For some reason, we don't have a lot of people on. That's very, very unusual. Am I on the right channel? Yeah. Huh. Oh, notifications have not went out yet. Someone's just texting me saying, hey, there's no notifications. Awesome. Thank you, YouTube. So people don't know this is actually going out. Hopefully the notification will go out shortly here. Ah, damn it. Hi, Kevin out there. Who else is out there? I see Flying Rich, of course, Guns and Barbecue, Night Strike, and the other people. People are starting to come on now. So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and do the plugs. For one, we are live here, and we are brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency for the firearms market. And I see Robert out there as well. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. There's all on pal out there uh, And Johnny Wasser He's probably not too happy with what's going on Especially since his name is Johnny Wasser Right? And for uh, the Wolverines out there Wolverines! We have Zach R From um, Toxic Patchco Who I'm not going to show his new patch online Because I don't want to be demonetized But go to Instagram and look up Toxic Patchco And you can see his new patch Joe Drag is also out there um, And DLD After Dark Go check out his channel He says don't He's like don't Look at my channel But everyone looks at his channel So yeah We are also Brought to you by by Black Fawn Tactical, which is my uh, shop where you can get uh, patches like the Ever Vigilant patch. You get some shirts, AFT shirts, AFT hats, and FFOA patches as well. So, yeah, Black Fawn Tactical. Check it out. BlackFawnTactical.com. Okay, there it goes. Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. 
All right. We went from three and we just jumped up to about 30. So notifications just uh, went out a few seconds ago and the count keeps on rising. Let me bring on my co-host and that is Flying Rich. And I'm going to bring on Val Fennell of GOA Pittsburgh, or not Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) It's okay. (sighs) Damn it, damn it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, uh, the hashtag today is going to be PA. If you hashtag PA, you might win a couple patches from my personal collection, like that one, the Wolverines holding up a AK. I like it. You'll like this one, a personal patch from my collection, not a machine gun, GOA. I remember when Aiden and all of us were trying trying to design that patch. We hit up a Julie, and Julie designed it. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, Aiden's idea. We're going to be giving away this crumpy, yeah. ever-vigilant patch. I'll send you one, Val. Oh, wonderful. And uh, let's give away a FFOA patch. I'm not sure if this is a glow-in-the-dark one or not. But just uh, just be nice. Yep. I wasn't actually going to give that one away until I just held it up now. So I'm like, I held it up so I have, we have to give it away. So that would be hashtag PA. If you're old school, pound PA. Pound PA and it will enter you in to the drawing. Are you, are you sure everybody should pound PA? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like their hockey team, either one of the hockey teams there. So sure. Don't pound PA. You may create potholes, and that means PennDOT will have to try to fix it. All right. So we're going to be giving this one. The first one is going to be at 515, and I just dropped a patch. Damn it. You know what we don't have in Florida? Potholes? Yes. I know. You just have sinkholes. You also don't have PennDOT. You have sinkholes. Well, you have whole buildings that fall into holes rich in, P- but, in, in that's Florida. That's true. All right, uh, Val, pick out one. Do you want the GOA one to go first, the crumpy ever-vigilant patch, the FFOA, or the Wolverine patch? I like the Future Felons of America one. Future Felons of America, I'll let you pick between glow-in-the-dark and non-glow-in-the-dark. At 5.15, we'll be giving that away first. All right, so if you guys don't know, this is my co-host, Flying Rich, who likes to fly planes. Hi, Rich. You thought I was going to say something else about planes, didn't you? No. <laughs> okay. How are you doing, Rich? Good, good. Oh, well, um, pe- Richard Monder from England is watching. He said, is Hank still locked up? Hank did not get locked up. Contrary, contrary to every rumor I started, um, Hank is broken down, I think, in Tennessee. Yeah, he's and having some he's, problems. He's getting repairs done. Yeah. Actually, all in pals, people do pick the non-glow-in-the-dark ones. Oh, by the way. Oh, damn it. I'm going to show you something. John Crump News, right? My One of my other channels is getting closer. Dashboard. 9,600. Woohoo! So let's Look see if we can, we, can, we can hit 10,000 uh, today or tomorrow, hopefully crazy yes you want to hear something really cool 
Emma Land is buying me, going to buy me some stuff to like refortify everything, all my guns and everything else. So when the ATF shows up, it will have them give them a harder time getting in. <laughs> and I'm not even joking about that. <laughs> yeah, you, you laugh, Rich, but that's not funny. So does that mean Dark won't be able to get into your gun room as easily? No, he'll he'll just come over and ask. He like he likes to like coddle all my firearms. Hmm. All right. So Val, you are the yeah. director of Pennsylvania. You're also a doctor and a colonel. Yep, retired Air Force. Yep. Overachieved much? No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Val is one of my best friends. Um, I'm married to a military officer, so one of my best friends have to be a military officer. There you go. Thank you. By the way, Val, uh, Richard Monder, who's out there from England, is a life member of GOA, and he's not even uh, American. Wonderful. We love it. But he's an American at heart. Yep. So we love it. We also have some South African members who are who are GOA members. Mm-hmm. Some some really cool people that that are out there. Um, but yeah, you know, I've, I've come into contact with people from Europe quite a bit when I was on active duty. You know, uh, there were doctors that used to come to Washington, D.C. when I was at the Armed Forces Institute of Pathology. And um, a um, one of the things, I recurrent theme that I have heard over and over again was how Europeans have lost their rights. And they they've, they commended me and, and the commended Americans for the, um, the emphasis that we place on our, our personal liberty and our rights. And, and they weren't as aggressive as protecting the protecting them in Europe as we were here. And I've heard that from German people, from people from the UK, from Ireland, um, from other countries, uh, China. I was with a Chinese uh, family owned um, the hula bar in Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, same deal. The, the owner of that bar's father is Chinese and spent uh, time in a Chinese prison for being Christian. And he hosted, um, he hosted the, uh, the rally participants with GOA participated at this, uh, conservative rally in Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, they, these are people who lived in other countries who've been, have suffered under tyranny. They're in America and they understand the treasure that we have as Americans and our freedoms. And we need to protect those. We have to actively protect those freedoms. And, um, <clears throat> and it's not good enough just to say, Oh, this organization will do it. That organization will do it. You know, GOA is there, but GOA is built around grassroots activism, not, not professional people walking around the halls and doing lobbying for you. You know, I mean, I'm a lobbyist, yes, but everything that I do is backed up by GOA members and supporters in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's one of, a big deal. Yeah, one of the things that's really cool about GOA is everyone who works there, then I, they're, yes, we're professionals, but that's not why any of us got into working with GOA. Right. You just don't come in like you don't. Oh, I'm a lobbyist for this. Now I'm on the lobby for gun rights. That's not how GOA works at all. Right. Exactly. We're we're very grassroots oriented. Everything I, I give 100 percent credit and rightly so to our members and supporters who engage with the emails and the phone calls, showing up for lobby days, rallies, whatever it is. That is our strength. Our strength is is the is our members and supporters and the people who support constitutional rights yeah like goa for example um 
I started it out of a volunteer that would just show up at different things and help out and do stuff. And then, yeah. Uh, by the way, Night Strike uh, is bitching because I ri- I I ratted him out because he said you were the grand poopa of uh, GOAPA. And I put that up on screen. That's funny. All right. Uh, there's been some crazy stuff going on. And, yes. And... and, and PA that I've been hearing about, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the show. It's never a dull moment in here. You know, there's always something that's happening. Um, You know, as you know, Pennsylvania was at the center of the controversy over uh, the voting integrity issue for the 2020 presidential election. And there's been a movement here called Audit the Vote, uh, another grassroots movement. basically it just says we would like the vote to be audited whatever the results show that's what the results show we don't have anything to hide why not audit the vote and the visible leader for that over the last year or so has been senator doug mastriano and uh senator mastriano is also um was endorsed by goa for his senate run in 2020 he won handsomely uh senator mastriano is a retired army colonel uh, 30 years of service. He's also an instructor at the War College in Carlisle. And uh, in, if people remember right, in 2020, um, he was also part of Reopen PA, stood up for businesses and business owners who wanted to keep their stores open during the uh, unilaterally imposed shutdown by Tyrant Tom, Governor Wolf. Uh, and, and so Senator Mastriano picked up on the, uh, the election integrity issue. Uh, but he's been obstructed and getting things done. Uh, it's been like 10 months and things have come to a head with him and our Senate president. We call him president pro tempore president pro temp Senator Jake Corman. And on Friday, uh, we got news that Senator Mastriano was pulled off the election integrity project, the, which was the basically a forensic audit, forensic audit of the vote and his entire staff, was fired by the president pro temp by Senator Jake Corman. Wow. Um, this, yes, this is very, very rare for it to happen. You know, some States, you know, the, the staff is totally under control of, of the Senator or the legislator in Pennsylvania. That's true, but the, the caucus runs everything. They control the money. So the, the leader of the caucus, which in this case is the president of the Senate can make a decision to pull your staff. They have that power. So this is, this is a very, it was a vindictive action against Senator Mastriano, um, largely because, and, and I'm going to go out a little bit on the limb here, but not too far. I, I honestly don't believe that the establishment wants to see Senator Mastriano run for governor. So they're what they're trying to do is um, discredit him however they can. Uh, <clears throat> so, but this, this is a real sordid tale. I mean, um, back on August 6th, there was supposed to be a vote in Senator Mastriano's committee to subpoena the, uh, the the voting machines and the records from various counties. And Senator Corman actually blocked that meeting from happening and locked them out of the, of the, of the room would not, wouldn't allow it. Um, I, I talked some, talked to some insiders with Senator Mastriano and they also said that Senator Corman made phone calls to the other senators and basically said, don't you show up to that meeting or you're going to, you're going to be in trouble. So, um, 
we have what we call a legislative dictatorship here. And I know we use this at GOA a lot. You know, Florida is kind of the same way. The, the leadership has so much power. They control the money. They control the staff in Pennsylvania. And the rank and file senators or, or state representatives, they can, if they buck the leadership, the leadership can be very punitive against them. And this is, this is a, an example, an extreme example of how that can happen. Um, but the, the thing is, it's just not true. You know, Senator Mastriano had a, a three-part plan. It was developed by his chief of staff, who's also a retired chief war- warrant officer for in the Army, he had lots of logistics experience, a, a leader in, in, in his own right in the Army. Uh, that plan was shared with the caucus. Corman didn't want, of it, want it. He had somebody else lined up, and he just he pulled Mastriano, came up with the excuse that all he's doing is grandstanding. He's not pushing things forward. Not the case. You know, I've been working with Senator Mastriano now for a year or more, and I can tell you that that is, that is not the case. He's also a prime sponsor of our bill, Senate Bill 624. And, you know, that bill was the Right to Bear Arms Protection Act, which is our, our version of the Second Amendment Protection Act in Pennsylvania. So by Senator Corman, by doing this, by pulling Mastriano staff from him, he essentially uh, shut him down in the Capitol. And now that puts our bill that he's carrying in jeopardy. Uh, so we went to bat for him and sent a statewide alert yesterday uh, saying, you know, this is a bunch of BS that Senator Corman needs to restore the staff of Senator Mastriano immediately. This is petty. It's wrong. It's designed to humiliate a man who served his country for 30 years. And, and this is just not conduct becoming of a leader so you uh, let's do the drawing then i want to get into some questions here because Mm -hmm. i have a lot of questions i'm sure other people do too Mm -hmm. oh crap hold on there we go let's see who wins the patch this is for the foa patch this is impressive stuff john what you're doing (laughs) Uh, yeah it all right. I, oh, I can't wait. That's rigged. I didn't even yeah. enter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I did. When I, when I, when I, we're broadcasting to Rich's channel. So when I told people to uh, put out the thing, it put it out under your name. I can make you say a bunch of stupid crap, but I won't. All right. Let's see who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe we need an election integrity audit here. I know. Yeah, Val, you're up next. <laughs> Good turn. I always talk about how, like, one time I bought three tickets to a gun raffle. Um, they were giving away three guns for charity, and uh, I won all three guns on three tickets. All right, Robert, uh, email me at, at info at crumpy.com with your information. I'll get the patch out to you. Future Felons of America patch will be doing another one in about, like, 15 10 15 minutes and it will be pick your patch so you can pick anything all right so let's go ahead and drop that all right so it was petty and you think that they are basically because he's going to run for governor i i think that's what's driving a lot of this i mean if you look at the the field there's a lot of gubernatorial candidates i mean even a even at one point, that Senator Jay Corman was thinking of running. I don't know if he still was planning on doing it or not. But the Rhino establishment, the Rhino Republican establishment, there's no way they want somebody like a Senator Doug Mastriano as governor um, because he would not be under their control. Uh, and it's a similar in, um, in for lieutenant governor. We have um, a former GOA-endorsed 
a candidate and a state representative named Rick Saccone. Rick was um, the first carrier of the constitutional carry bill in Pennsylvania. He also ran for Congress. We endorsed him for Congress. He's running for Lieutenant governor, governor. Now there's no way they want to look Rick Saccone either. Uh, they're, they're not, they're not part of the deep state here in PA. And the, the more I work in the Capitol and walk around, the more I realize how much power and control the leadership really has that they shouldn't. Uh, and it's, um, you know, they'll give you a lot of lip service. So we don't interfere with the bill process. We don't interfere with the committees. Well, they do. They tell the committee chairs what bills they want to run. If they, and if they won't let them, uh, if they report a bill from committee without their approval, they'll, they'll let it die on the floor. You know, they play all of the, all of these games and, and the rank and file really doesn't have a lot of power because of that, you know, less so of course in the house, because there's 203 of them the senators, we have 50, but that's where it's coming. It's, it's come very clear to me that our leadership in this case, the Republican leadership is our main obstacle to passing things. And, and this is also the problem we've run into in Florida with constitutional carry. We, that it's these legislative dictatorships where you have, um, you know, majority leaders and speakers and president pro tems, who control the entire the entire process, and what Senator Corman is really doing is setting himself up for a primary, and it's, he's all but guaranteed it at this point from his actions. Uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of uh, talk about doing that right now. So we have to get rid of the people who um, are part of the deep state and establishment here in Pennsylvania. Want to control the money? Want to control everything? And um, and give the power back to the people by electing true representatives. And the danger is, and this is always the case. The danger is, you elect somebody, they get co-opted by the system when they're there. Yeah, they always have to be guarding guarding against that. Uh, we have seen that. Uh, how is Corbin on gun rights? Well, so. <laughs> We gave him a B grade. That's where he's at right now, and he's he's circling the drain. He's about ready to drop a letter grade or two. Um, and and here's the problem: when the things come up for a vote, these guys will vote for will vote right. You know, they'll usually vote pro gun. Uh, Corman voted for House. I think he voted for House Bill 2060, which was kind of like a uh, PFA type order uh, to, to take away guns back in like 2018. So we downgraded a lot of senators to a to a B grade on that vote. Uh, but the problem with the leadership isn't that they vote right. They won't vote right when they have to vote. The problem is they they do not bring bills up for a vote. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. That is the issue because they want to avoid going on record. We have weak Southeast Pennsylvania Republicans who don't want to be, um, singled out for votes on firearms. So they put pressure on the leadership not to bring these bills up for a vote. Our response to that was to, uh, go after the baby rhinos in in the Philadelphia area. There's four of them for constitutional carry in the house. And we actually got one of them to commit to run it publicly or to vote for it publicly. So that's, that's the issue is they don't, they block legislation they don't let bills come up for a vote. And so there's, there's, there's no recorded vote. So I think we need to grade leadership differently than the rest of like a than a rank and file Senator or, or state legislator state rep mm -hmm. because they they have control over what bills come up if they if they if we have expressed our desires to say 
you know, constitutional carry, Senate Bill 565 or House Bill 679 for Bernstein or whatever it might be, Mastriano 624, Senate Bill 624. If we told them this is what gun owners want, okay, you ran on pro-gun platform, you need to run our bills. And if they don't, then the leadership has to suffer the consequences for not because they're the ones controlling the process. So in the leadership's case, we're going to start grading them on not running bills. If they don't run our bills, they get drop a letter grade or two. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's really what we got to do. Yeah, I, I so think, I think so too. How much how much weight does the letter grade from GOA have on uh, you know representative and whether it's uh, state rep or federal rep? Right. So in Congress, I think quite a bit. Um, yeah, in in, this, in the state in the state levels, um, it, it's becoming more. Um, more accepted. And the reason is we haven't been active in too many States until relatively recently. So Uh we, so we, so we have, we have grades now and our grades are much more accurate than the, the national restaurant. I mean, the national rifle association who gives, who gives Senator Corman an A grade. Okay. And so they have, they have this, um, you know, they have uh, inflated grades for them to, it's an incumbent protection program. And, but here's the key thing, you know, so we can grade people to we're blue in the face we could say Corman, who's a B now, just based on his voting record, who's probably going to drop like a like a rock. Okay, but you have to connect legislative season with election season, and there has to be consequences for leadership. The consequences are for not running our bills, okay, and for the rank and file, it's you know if they vote wrong, it's the recorded vote, and if we do not engage and in, get involved in primary elections. And going after some, going after the problem people, then then um, the grades don't mean much. It's like um, it's like if um, uh, when we send our emails and then that we blow up their email boxes and they get a hundred messages and oh my god, oh, oh they got all this district mail it's coming in, and then election season nothing happens. They look at each other and they say, Did, "Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? Did you get hit? No, I didn't get hit." He says. Phew. We don't have to worry about this group. They're just all. Well, and, and I guess the problem is because here's I get very frustrated. So my Congress critter is Brian Mast, mm-hmm. and he used to come to our uh, every every Palm Beach Tea Party meeting. And he's like, I'm a gun guy. I'm a gun guy. He would, you know, he knows me by name, the whole shooting match. He's like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm such a gun guy. Let, let's go to the range. We'll go shoot together. Well, now he's got a hoplophobic, wealthy Republican donor, and he's against every semi-automatic. Uh, and it's and I, I guess the, the, the thing is, you know, what do I do? Do I vote Democrat? You know, I I actually voted uh, in the primary for somebody else. Yep. You know, he was primary, but mm-hmm. it it didn't fly. And I held my nose and voted for him. Yeah. I mean, in the primary, you know, whether you're successful or not, I think you still have to primary them. So like people like Corman, so people like Senator Lisa Baker, um, speaking in Pennsylvania, of course. Uh, you know, we got Kerry Benninghoff in the ha- in the house. Uh, we and uh, the more that they obstruct and and fail to act on pro gun bills, uh, they should be inviting primaries for them. They're inviting primaries, so that's the that's where we have to go with this, is, and we have to back good candidates to run against them. I mean that that's really, and then we hang a few wolf hides on the barn, and. 
then they'll respect us. Why do, would they respect us and respect our grades? Because we're politically feared. We've, yeah. we've followed. You mean rhino hides. What's that? Rhino hides. Rhino hides. Right. They're yeah. rhino hides. Right. So you, you hang them on the barn. And it's like, it's like in order to be politically feared, politically respected, you have to be politically feared. And so we've, we've, we were involved in elections last, uh, in 2020, um, we, uh, we, 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 we do endorse early in primaries. We did that this year for, for some judge candidates. Um, and we're going to continue to do that. We're going to endorse candidates in the primary who we think are the best candidates. Other gun rights groups don't do that. They want to be friendly. So they give only recommendations in the primary. So they end up uh, recommending multiple candidates. Well, that's useless. What you want to do is pick the best candidate and, you know, right out, right out of the gate because the primary is the time of ideological purity. So you want to elect somebody who's going to be the most, the best person to protect your gun rights or to roll back some of these laws. Right. So there's a question here. PA needs to accept non-resident CCW. I used to be able to carry in PA until the state attorney general stopped accepting New Hampshire non-resident. Oh, yeah. I, I, he, I, apparently he's from New Jersey and he, you can't get a, a PA CCW if your state issues and you don't have your own state with New Jersey. That's correct. Right. Your state has to uh, uh, allow you to get a permit there. In New Jersey is kind of almost impossible. Right. It's almost impossible. Correct. Yeah. So there's a lot of things we can fix, right? There's a lot of things. And one of the things we can get is constitutional carry. I mean, this solves all these problems. It solves all the problems with uh, the uh, the COVID delays and getting, and we call them LTCFs in Pennsylvania. You mean federal constitutional carry? No, Pennsylvania constitutional carry. Because if you pass constitutional carry in Pennsylvania, anybody, whether they're, um, you know, that's in the Commonwealth will be will be able to carry if there's not if they're not a citizen or not. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. so that's that's the way the the bills, the bill is written. You know, if you're in Pennsylvania and you're not otherwise prohibited, then you can carry openly your consent. Right. So um, anyhow, that solves a lot of these problems. And and so we hear excuses all the time. Oh, the governor's going to veto it. You know, the, the rhinos will tell you that, you know, that's why we don't want to run. It doesn't matter. So we get that recorded vote. And 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 um, and again, for the leadership, I'm really coming to this conclusion that the criterion for them has to be not just their voting record, but what did they do to bring that bill up for a vote? Did they actually bring that vote up? And, you know, they knew we, what we wanted. We communicated to them directly. And if they give us a bunch of BS while they didn't run it, they're going to drop some letter grades. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, pick the next winner of the patches. Uh, G Webs gave me a bunch of patches and I had a bunch of patches just like laying around. So that's why we're doing this. So you get to pick your next patch, whether it's the ever vigilant one, the Wolverines from gear websites that gave this to give me away. And I just had an extra one of these. So let's go ahead and see what happens here. Is this a StreamYard feature, John? Yes. That's awesome. Vanessa Kitty, info oh, at crumpy.com. And uh, let me know which one you want now. So, Vanessa, if you are out there, let me know which one. The Wolverine, the the not a bump stock, and ever vigilant. If you don't answer back in the next 15 minutes, the next person gets to, you'll still get a patch, but the next person that wins will get to pick. 
So, yeah. All right. So let's uh, stop that. And, yeah. So Pennsylvania, GOA has been growing a lot in Pennsylvania. Been, we've been rattling a lot of cages in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, we started in 2019. And it's like 2021 now. We've uh, our list is almost tripled in size. I think it's well over three times as many people now. It's 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 quite a bit. So when we when we send out a, a message, the the legislators are getting they're getting the message and they they're starting to vote the right way. Um, leadership not always. Uh, Corman did respond to two bills, 1747 and House Bill 2440, last fall. But again. This is only after enormous amounts of pressure were put on him to do it. Yeah, and uh, one thing, uh, we only care about gun rights. And in fact, yep. in Pennsylvania, we um, we endorsed the Democrat in Pittsburgh, kind of. For, for which? For mayor? Uh, well, mayor. Yeah, Tony, well, Tony Marino, yeah, he was a, he was a Democrat. Um, you know, uh, he's... he he had enough write-ins to be on the Republican ballot. So he's still in, in the race running against Ed Ganey in the general election. Uh, we endorsed sheriff, uh, sheriff candidate Lou Rita, who's a Democrat in Washington County. Um, uh, we endorsed Jim Brewster, who was, he's a Democrat from the Pittsburgh area for the Senate. You, uh, so it's, it's solely based upon your position on gun rights and how, and how you vote. And uh, we're not, we're not partisan. And, uh, so there, there are some bad Republicans that would we would never endorse, particularly in Southeast PA, like like Todd Stevens. I mean, he's like our poster boy for uh, <laughs> anti-gun Republicans. No, on the GOA list, how to get on the GOA list? Oh, uh, Joe Drag, yeah, you're you're in Pennsylvania. Uh, was it? Pennsylvania.goa.gunowners.org or PA.gunowners.org. And then if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you can see there's an email sign-up form. You just type your information in. We're not going to spam you. One thing at GOA that we do is you're never going to get something that says, just give us money. I mean, on all honesty, there will be like donation links in there, but uh, usually when you get something, it's going to have pertinent information. Yeah, that's true. Even in our physical mailings, I mean, there's always postcards in there for you to tear off and send in, usually for federal issues. Um, and it's always tied to action for you doing to do something. Yeah, that's one of the things at GOA that we that we preach. Actually, I think we had a meeting about that <laughs> recently. Mm-hmm. But we always want to give an action to do or an action or like some type of information that people need to know. Because, right. yeah, our, oh, we have uh, a, some, uh, somebody from North Norway. I always wanted to go to Norway. I've not been. So Polar Light Nights, uh, good late evening to you too. Um, I really like the way the GOA does stuff. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I joined this organization. One thing you, you won't see GOA do is fear monger as well. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. I could scare a lot of people about anti-gun bills that are filed and some other organizations are doing that. I usually don't even mention them because they're not going to move. H.R. 126, yeah. for example. For, that's the federal, yeah, and federal and, you know, state, there's like, there's a crap ton of them. I mean, I think I'm tracking like 120 or 130 pieces of legislation or, or co-sponsorship memos now, the vast majority of which are anti-gun bills filed by Philadelphia Democrats. Amen Brown. <laughs> Yeah, you know what happened? Did you hear what happened to his bill? No. So you know we we opposed his bill because it's it's um it's a regressive you know criminal penalties bill, and it doesn't deal with the real problem. The real problem in Philadelphia is the prosecutor Larry Larry Krasner, who does not prosecute criminals. That is the issue. It's a prosecution problem. It's not a law problem. And uh, so we you know we bat we bat we opposed the bill. Republicans wanted to pass it. They out of committee and then some uh, black activists claimed it was uh, racist and protested in uh, in brown's district and so he he contacted carrie benninghoff the majority leader says please no no don't vote on that bill don't bring it up please take it take it off <laughs> so uh, it was it was a uh, ira it was uh, it was irony it's like uh, we we looked at that and said yeah you know they, they opposed it for another reason um but um, it's kind of off the table right now. And, and, and these are the kind, instead of focusing on uh, pro-gun legislation to advance constitutional rights or, and to roll back infringements, uh, the Republican establishment likes these tough on crime bills. And, you know, the, these tough on crime bills, they, they end up, uh, they, they have this um, other effect of uh, stigmatizing firearms. So if you use a gun in commission of a crime, it's going to be an extra se- it's additional sentence. Why? If I kill John Crump with a knife. Please don't. You know, <laughs> or if I kill, kill him with a gun, he's just as dead. Right. And so the, 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 the punishment should should reflect the underlying crime, which is murder. Right. If I premeditated how I wanted to kill John, you know, and I killed John, that's the thing. That's why I should be punished for. Rightly so, right? But the, a lot of these bills are, oh, if you use a gun, no, oh, that's going to be an extra five years. Makes And so it, now you stigmatize firearms, and like it's, it's like there's something more evil about the instrument that you use to kill someone than there is the, the act of murder, which is in the human heart, not in an inanimate object. Well, that, that's uh, I always worry about England. I'd rather be killed in the United States in a violent crime than in England in a violent crime because they use hands and fists, and in, in the U.S. they use a firearm. In yeah. acid, uh, Robert, uh, just uh, let me know. I got got your email, but uh, you didn't tell me if you wanted the glow in the dark one or the regular one. So let me know. But yeah, uh, yeah, um, it's it is a variant. How long did it take to get, uh, we got a question from Norway. How long did it take to get a gun in the States here? It would take over six months to get one. And you're not even sure if you'll get one. What time is it? Uh, it, it depends on the state. Each state has yeah. their own rules. Some do have a waiting period. The Virginia doesn't. You go in, uh, you fill out paperwork. And if you, uh, pass, uh, and you pass a background check, then you can take it on that day. Other states, there's like a 10-day waiting period. So Florida, if you have a permit, carry permit, you can walk out with the same day. Now, the catch, so if you don't have a carry permit, there's a three-day waiting, waiting period. If you buy more than one pistol 
at the same shop. Now, I could go to two shops in town and buy two pistols within an hour. But if I buy two pistols at the same shop, they actually have to fill out a form and send it to the sheriff with the serial numbers because there's the possibility that I might be, you know, straw purchasing. Mm-hmm. There are states, I think it's Tennessee, where all you do is show them your carry permit. There's no background check. Like here, Arizona, even though I have a for one. Okay. Here I have to do, I have to show my carry permit, my driver's license, and then they run a background check and I can have the gun the same day. But in states like John said, Tennessee, Arizona, all you have to do is show them your carry permit and you can say that gun and walk right. out with it. Yeah. But uh, what I found out is they're running some background checks retroactively on people who do that. that so that's big. after the ATF goes in and gets the paperwork from the FFL yep. they, when they review it is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I found that out that they, they didn't want that out there, but that was put out there. Was that a FOIA or a leak? That was a leak. Hmm. Yeah. One of the others. John is the Eric Snowden of uh, gun rights. I mean, Hell Edward yeah. Snowden. <laughs> well, oh, Edward, yes. Well, I, I locked in Tino let uh, uh, locked and loaded Latinos. Uh, Rollo from there calls me the CIA of the two A. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. That's the way it is. Each state is different. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, in Pennsylvania, it's uh, that we have our own instant check system called PICS. And um, if it's working and it's up, you get it right right away. Yeah, very, in- very interesting. Uh, Polar Light says, uh, one of our Twitch uh, followers says that if, if the cops need a gun to use a gun, they have to call in permission to actually use a gun. Well, do they have to ask LeBron James personally? Okay. Um, will GOA put out a list of preferred legislatures prior to any prior to the primary election? I just asked. Eh, did you join in this week earlier? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, so, like, when the twenty twenty two primaries roll around, and next year we'll have a we'll have our list of endorsed candidates. Now we may not have an endorsement in every race, <clears throat> one way or the other. Just some some may be, you know too close to call in terms of a good candidate one way or the other, or there's no good candidates, which is much more likely, uh, or the candidates don't answer our survey, which is another problem. So there's all sorts of problems you can run into. But if we could, if we can make an endorsement for the primary, especially in 2022, we're going to do that. Yeah. I'm getting tipped and tough. <laughs> awesome. Hey, that's fine with me. Thank you. Night strike for the tusk. Yeah, sorry. I whenever someone asks asks a question about GOA, it's just habit to start answering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rich is trying to talk to Nightbot for some reason. Nightbot's not. Oh, real did rich. I? I said Nightbot. Oh, I, not Night Strike. Yeah, I hit NIG and jabbed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So GOA in Florida, we're, we're rattling some cages in Florida, and. Can you just, uh, uh, what is GOA? Gun Owners of America. It's the second largest, uh, sorry, uh, 
or no way people. Um, gun Owners of America is the second largest uh, gun rights organization in the United States. So GOA is just what it stands for. Uh, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about Amon Brown? Like what bills have he sponsored? Because I'm about to take my hat off <laughs> on and put on another hat. So go ahead. Well, you know, he had the bill that I just mentioned, uh, the, the tough and the criminal penalties bill. Uh, and there was actually some effort to cast type cast him as actually a pro gun Democrat from Philadelphia. Well, yeah, I was going to get into that. Yeah. Let me, let me give you a hint. There are no pro gun Democrats in Philadelphia. There's no pro gun Republicans in Philadelphia. All right. I'm going to take off yeah. my GOA hat <laughs> and I'm going to put on my, uh, journalist hat. Okay. FOAC. Firearms Owners Against Crime, which is a gun rights organization in Pennsylvania, gave him a B plus. And then the dude want like a registration of guns. Yeah, he he co-sponsored an anti-gun bill. I cannot remember what it is off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. But yes, he he co-sponsored an anti-gun bill, and we oh, you had to apply to have a gun, something like that. I can't remember. I have to go. There's like I said, there's 130 of these things, and it's hard to keep them straight. But he, yes, it was a bad one, and you know he co and he co-sponsored it, and it's like you, you know that that would give you, you know, in my mind, you know, a D at the at the best. You know, he's a freshman legislator, he doesn't have a record. You know, he comes in, he doesn't answer our survey. We we gave it to him. He's oh yeah, I'll answer your survey. He never did. And uh, and then he co-sponsors an anti-gun bill, and let's see how he votes on some of these things, right? So he's a he's nowhere near a b plus he's down at a you know c minus d level just just from that you know and 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 i and i guarantee you he's a freshman wait a year or two for the votes to come out or an additional co-sponsorship that he has for an assault weapons ban or a ghost gun bill or whatever although he says he's against that but when his when his democratic leadership pressures him he's going to cave to the pressure i mean so so you know we see these type of um uh, I guess it was foreordained that they wanted this uh, crime bill to pass to solve all of Philadelphia's gun violence, quote unquote, gun violence problems, which is a bad term. There's no such thing. Right. It's a violence problem. And but this was going to be the bill that d- d- did it. And it got backing from FOAC. It got backing from the Republican leadership. Eamon Brown was the guy from Philadelphia who was going to do it. Oh, yeah. And he's a pro-gun Democrat. That was the narrative that was going out there. Well, we pointed out his co-sponsorship to that to, for that uh, anti-gun bill, and then again, the irony of ironies is he asked for his own bill to be pulled because the people in his community were against it because they viewed it as racist. And you know, Naaman Brown is an African American, and so he's you know he was like, oh, I did an interview <laughs> with him. Pull my bill, and uh, so it's like it's uh, you know politics. Who wrote that bill? Right? What's that? He's going, who wrote that bill? We need to pull that down. Yeah, right. Who wrote that thing? Exactly. So uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen him too much. Uh, I did visit him in his office, but no, he's not fooling anybody. You know, there there are no there are no pro-gun Democrats in Philadelphia. And yes, Rich, there are no really no pro-gun Republicans either. Well, that, that's the curse of the Northeast. Mm-hmm. And, and the Republican leadership caves to the weakest part of the party. They are the, the rudder for the Republican leadership in Pennsylvania is weak Southeast PA, maybe some Southwest PA Republicans. They don't want to vote on these bills. And so they get scared and they, they don't, they run it. They won't run them. And the Democrats on the other hand, they don't care. 
Yeah, they don't care about their weakest members. They're going to push through their. They're going to push through their agenda. You know, the, for every, See, the, for every one or two blue that, that's what that are left. They pisses don't me off. I'm more mad at Republicans than I am at Democrats Same. because when Democrats run for an election, they tell you exactly what they do. They're going to do, and do you know what they do? They do what they say. They do. Do you know what Republicans right. do? They tell you exactly what they're going to do, and then they don't do a damn thing. They do the, right. They don't do it. So Democrats use their power. And Republicans want to hold on to their power. Uh-huh, so, so, uh-huh. so I had a phone call this morning uh, from one of our members in, uh, I think it was Lancaster County. He called me up and he said, um, hey, my, my state representative, Mindy Fee, um, said we have to be careful about what bills we run because, you know, uh, you know, we could put some Republicans in jeopardy. And if they lose their seats, then you're going to get the Democrats. And they're a lot worse than us. They read from a script. Yeah. It's the same everywhere, right? Yeah, How many yeah. times have we heard yeah. this story? And, and and the point is, I don't think there's anybody who's lost a seat because they were too pro-gun. They have lost their seats for being anti-gun. I mean, let's just think about it. It makes sense. You're taking somebody's rights away, right? You've, you've, ta- you, you've passed a gun right. ban bill or whatever. You, you remove somebody. If you're pro-gun, you're, you're maintaining somebody's rights. You know? and so and I, I brought this up with a few legislators. Like, Could you name one person? in pennsylvania who lost an election because they were too pro-gun and you wait for the cricket sound and you have it on your board john you can play <laughs> i think the cricket sound is on there <laughs> uh you have the same thing i do so you know yeah, i know i do I, i'm not within reach of it that's it there it is that's the worst cricket sound ever rich you're right you're winning today man by the way <laughs> oh i won today but not at this game Right. So uh, I explained to this guy who called, I said, no, that is fictitious information. Please ignore it. Come to our lobby day. <laughs> I, I said, you know, they, they got to do the right thing. But to your point, Rich, that's exactly right. The Republicans don't do anything. They say they're going no, to. No. And the Democrats, they will use their power without, a, without any doubt. Okay. I love yeah. the, uh, from Polar Knights, I love the USA. After all, you have the best comedy <laughs> show my family have ever seen. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's uh, the Biden comedy Say show. Oh. Say what? <laughs> Vanessa, uh, Kennedy, if, oh, you can only win once, by the way. So right. Ace. Robert's asked me to pick up some uh, lottery tickets for him. So Ace, or Vanessa Kitty could do the same. Ace, you can get uh, that one. Since Vanessa Kitty didn't give us one. That, that one. I like that Wolverine patch. Or that one. Yeah, okay. So there you go. So Ace, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I like the giveaway. I, I didn't even know it existed until yesterday, Val. What's that? I'm sorry? The giveaway? Oh. The, oh. That random picker? So Ace. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I like that. One, uh, I think we have... Uh, Two more. Um. So one of the things, actually, I, I want to, who, who's the guy from, where is it? Northern Lights, what's his name? Um, yeah, Northern Light, Polar Lights. Polar Lights, all right. So as, as far as Florida goes, you know, you think, hey, the gunshine state, blah, 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 you know, CCW. Now, we don't have open carry, which I actually got my first permit in Minnesota, which was carry, and it was carry anything you want the way, any way you want. So it was open, rifle, pistol, didn't matter. 
Uh, Florida is pistol only concealed. And it used to be that if you printed, like if you could see the outline, that was a crime, or maybe you're IWB carrying and you reach up and like something shows as your shirt pulled up, that was a crime. So they uh, rolled that back. So that's no, no longer a crime. But with the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas law, Basically, if I buy, say, a Palmetto State Armory AR-15, and then I a complete one, and I put a Geisley trigger in it, that's illegal. I'm enhancing the trigger because of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas law. Yeah. But if I bought a stripped lower and put a Geisley trigger in it because there was never any trigger supposed to be in that stripped lower, that's okay. Yeah, um, there you go. Because I didn't upgrade. Yeah, uh, okay, so Ace Ace wants the Ever Vigilant patch. You have it. Boom. Uh, oh, John. Venice, I can have stepped out. Yeah. I got Eamon Brown's bill, HB 872. This is the one he co-sponsored. Requiring a valid firearm safety certificate for purchasing, receiving, selling, delivering, loaning, or transferring a firearm with the exception of handguns when an expired firearm safety certificate may be used and establishing the firearm safety and enforcement fund provides exceptions to the firearm safety certificate provides duties of the Pennsylvania state police to carry out the provisions, the issuance of firearm safety certificates and objective test renewal fees and expiration as, as well as immunity for Pennsylvania state police from any liability, which may arise from ministering, implementing or enforcing the provisions. That sounds pro gun. Don't you think you can have your rights, but they're going to cost you and you got to take a test. You know, right. we you take a test, right? There's nothing wrong with that. B I mean, plus. like a poll test or a poll tax, not a thing wrong with that. He's almost an A. He's a B plus. Right. Wow. How could you even grade a freshman legislator? It's just, you know, ridiculous. Okay. So Polar Knights is saying that you have to be a member of a gun club over there. Uh, uh, yeah. And you're a and, and you have to be a member for six months. And, and a lot of times the firearms have to remain at the gun club. You can't take them home. Um, yep, um, exactly. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, Val Midnight Range. Yeah, I saw. Thanks. Hey, yeah, thank you. Was, um, I don't, I'm sure we, we, we have met. I don't, I, I don't know your real name because you're not using it, but um, I hope you can come to the lobby day on the 20th of September. You can sign up for it on the website, pennsylvania.gunowners.org. We need as many people as we can to get there. Yeah. Uh, Key Askey, which is an awesome name, by the way. Uh, I'm sure Rich knows what that is. Uh, says, how basically points out that it's it's impossible it's impossible to prove that it wasn't it wasn't a factory build but you but you um yeah so Poland why would that says yes you can't take your guns home in in norway and Kioski says, might as well make it illegal to wear orange underwear. Prove it. <laughs> and Phil thought this was a crown hog. <laughs> right. Well, it's a Pennsylvania show, you know, today. So it may, it may be Punxsutawney Phil Punxsutawney or it could be Phil, yeah. Gus, our, our lottery groundhog. His name is Gus. Oh, there's a lottery? Yeah, he's, his name's Gus. Mm-hmm. And so now we sh- we should have the AR or AK uh, groundhog and name him something. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a question for you. Uh, in New York, we have a new governor. Um, is this new governor worse than Cuomo? I I don't know. I, I haven't been, I haven't had time to look rich. Oh, okay. I was just curious if you guys had any knowledge on that. Uh, I'm sh- sure people at GOA does, and I can get back to you on that. <laughs> I'm sure he's not good. Yeah, not like, hey, I'm I'm looking to sell my Northern Command and get the flock out of New York. Yeah, it's probably the difference between Lenin and Stalin. You know right, what, right. You know but, what? I, I I honestly should know because I spend basically I'm up in New York for a few days a month. Uh, a Chuck Norris club so. Uh, a gun club says everyone must wear their underwear on the outside so we can check. <laughs> yeah. Along yeah. with your vaccination passport. Mm-hmm. And your star of David. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight range says she's as bad or worse than Cuomo. Uh, oh. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What this is uh the new the New York governor the former governor now will not hug or man grab the ladies she learned from the last governor <laughs> man grab <laughs> Norway coming in with, with the heater there I, I I'm so you know New York it, there there's so many beautiful things beautiful places in New York mm-hmm. and uh it, it just pains me that the the cost of it in the legislative tyranny you know where you have no rights uh, yep. it's it's just unbelievable yep and i feel the same way about california i mean i lived out sure. there for years. Sure. beautiful place oh yeah yeah well they try to do that crap in virginia we push back all we they got some stuff through but not as much as they tried because uh, i guess they didn't realize that we we're going to go all ape crap oh, <laughs> you know and show with tens of thousands of people at the capitol with heavily armed and surround the capitol that made them think a little bit <laughs> and i i think that's crazy important to be able to do that to be able to uh you know stand out there in mass and show these people because they don't and i i don't mean to be let, let's see how do i generically talk about this january 6th you, they didn't care that people were burning down all sorts of cities all summer long. Mm-hmm. But holy cow, if Nancy Pelosi had to leave the room for some reason unexpectedly, uh, that that was bad. That was really, really bad. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that was the right way to do things, but I'm saying, hey, show the frick up and show that, hey, this this is important enough for me to take a day off of work and go to the Capitol. Okay. I care. Okay. Uh, it, Polar Knight says, if it, I actually know about this one. Is it true that Bounty Counters can enter your house without a warrant? It depends. If they wanted to come to my house and search for you and enter my house, I can tell them to go F off because they don't have any rights. What Bounty Hunters can do, so Bounty Hunters aren't paid by, they're not government employees. They're not, they don't work for the state. Uh, you, when you sign a bail bond, you sign, hey, you have the right to enter my house. Oh, okay. But they that can't go sense. into everyone's house. So there you go. 
I know that, you know, there's some bounty hunter shows that kind of like conflate the two. But yeah. yeah they, they kind of play fast and loose with a lot of the facts on the TV shows. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, draw one more. Um, right, am I going to win again? Is it me or Vanessa? Who's winning? Vanessa hasn't wrote me back what, what patch you want. So. Uh oh. You have the bump. How does DLD know? He says yellow dollar sign. Good job, Rich. We're. Oh, oh no! I I didn't say anything bad. Bad. Here, here we go. Let me just. Uh, I, I I really like this giveaway tool. I'm testing it out. I'm doing a streamathon. Yeah, awesome, I, I, I'm doing a streamathon next month. Um, and so I'm just testing out different ways to people can win. Um, and uh, I've been experimenting with a lot of different ways, and I think this is going to be it. Uh-oh. It's built in. DLD's right. I got a yellow dollar sign for today. And yesterday. <laughs> and the day before. I, I swear. <laughs> fixed. I got to use that now. <laughs> oh, oh, pick me, pick me. I told you it was Vanessa Kitty. Oh, there's something that has to be something going on with this thing. Maybe I want you to. John, did you write the random number generator for this? No. Um, Phil, Phil, do you want a Wolverine patch or do you want a? Hang on, I'll play out. Polar Knight says that uh that. You know, talking about something being rigged, as you guys can know, but YouTube would demonetize me. A rigged, huh? <laughs> I wonder what that hmm. is. Even even in Norway, they know. <laughs> all right, all right, guys, that's it. Uh, so Phil, groundhog. It's not a groundhog. It's a damn groundhog. <laughs> We're doing the Pennsylvania Groundhog for gun rights. We got to do it. We got one for the lottery. Phil wins Puxatawney Phil. Hmm? Phil won Puxatawney Phil. Okay. All right. There you go. Phil for gun rights with the Groundhog. Phil, uh, go ahead and, uh, and, and uh, email me. And, yeah. We will get you out that patch, and I guess Vanessa Kitty will get the bump stock patch. New from the USA's Entertainment in Norway. I bet it is. Thank you for watching from Norway. Thank you for watching from England. Cool. Thank you for watching from all around the country. Val, I'm going to yes. go to you after I go to Rich. Rich, tell everyone how they can find you. And Flying mm-hmm. Rich official on Dot Instagram com. because someone... <laughs> How's Flying Rich? <laughs> Shot my dog, yes. Uh, so flyingrich.com, <laughs> youtube.com slash flyingrich. And <laughs> uh, check out my vehicles channel. So it's Flying Rich Vehicles on YouTube. Yeah, and we need, if you're in Pennsylvania, we need you to back up Senator Mastriano right now and, and put the heat on Senator Jake Corman. So go to pennsylvania.gunners.org. And uh, sign up for our email list, but you'll see the alert right there. You can click on it. It's a picture of Corman wearing a crown. So if you're in PA, please help us out on that. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess the next time we do giveaways, it has to be FRCZ. Ooh, thanks. What is that, Flying Rich Crashing Zone? Yes, as opposed to the Flying Rich Autonomous Zone. Okay, I was wondering what that was like. Did you mistype that? But then I was like, oh, Flying Rich Crashing. I'm not going to give you a hard time because... I have to go on a flight with you. And the funny thing is, when I said that, it was like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, if I get yep. 100 likes on this video, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Back when you had like 1,500 subs. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm like, my goal for this video is 2,000 likes. <laughs> Crazy, right? But all right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, by the way, NRAM has been canceled. If you haven't heard, if you haven't heard, oh shoot! So if you guys are trying to make you wait under NRAM, you're not going to be able to. What about uh, what's it? What's in Vegas? Why can't I think of it? Shot show. Hey, Rich. Uh, I have a a request of a request for you. Okay. Guess what? You're gonna play something while I talk. No. Why would I do that? <laughs> I don't get it, Rich. Why? Because you've done it many times before. <laughs> you know who that was from, right? Sent me a text. Dark. All right, JSD. Oh, Dark said to oh, do it. Oh, by the way, uh, JSD says, what's up? And it will catch a replay. I've been trying to get in touch with you. I'm yeah. Get your Ghost Gunner out too this week, uh, JSD. And then I'm going to have to get on Rich to get your Ghost Gunner 3 out. And I tried, and I tried to call you, JSD. And we want, I, need, I need to talk to you about something. Is so it, um, keep me a holler. Wow. Oh. Nice to be popular. Conference call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is John Crump. Um, as always, I have a Patreon. If you like what I do here and you want to see me do more, you can go to patreon.com slash John Crump. Rich has what, flying rich for you. What? what? Your Patreon. Patreon for me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do, but it's not, it's like suspended right now, not inactivity, oh, wow. just. Oh, okay. And not a bad way. Yeah, and one more thing. Uh, check out Toxic Patchco. Toxic Patchco is the is the Black Swan Media partner for all our patches. <clears throat> and JSD, give you give you a buff tomorrow. He'll answer. No, Who? Which one of us? All right, I think he's talking to me. Thank, thank John? you, JSD. You know what? I, I've been trying to get. I, I'm trying to get a address so I can ship out the Ghost Gunner too. <laughs> and the dude just doesn't answer his phone. And the Ghost Gunner 3. If someone wanted to send you f- like $5,000 with the CNC machines, would you answer your phone to give an address, Val? Yeah. <laughs> or would you not answer the phone weeks after weeks? I know. My phone rings off the hook. Yeah, I, I need you. Okay, JSD, since you're in here, send me your damn address. And I know his... I know his uh, his email address, so you guys don't send out pretending like you're JSD to try to get free CNC machines. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. All right, I got, got one it. for free. It's broken. 
I think we have Guns and Gear Review um, on tomorrow. I think that's what the name is. He has a YouTube channel. He's very pro to a guy. And uh, 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 hold on. I haven't gotten any calls. All right. Because your phone's off, it just goes directly to voicemails. I'm texting with Jordan. It just goes to voicemails. Hi, this is Jordan. Text me. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so Don't. not just you, huh? Instead of leaving a message, text me. No response. So everyone's trying to get in touch with you. You might want to check your phone. I think your phone might be broken, JSD. You, you mean Jordan Vinro, not Jordan Stein. Or is it the same yeah, football? Yeah, jo- Jordan Vinro. All right, I'll, I'll get the ghost gunner out to you this week then, and I'll get, I'll get Rich to get it out to you. Now that I have an address. It's, like, ridiculous, right? It's it, Five thousand dollars for the ghost gunners that someone's trying to give to you, and you're like, "Yeah, no, give." You're loaning him, right? You, you got to get him back in case I need it. <laughs> I talk to Jordan, or I got to track down Jordan, who won't answer my call. Oh, my favorite Funko uh, question, really fast. Favorite Funko? I have so so many. I have like He's several got hundred. Full. Well, I got a couple rooms full of them. I got my downstairs, and I got my office. I don't know. I have some. I got the Deadpool riding a unicorn <laughs> out of that one, or the Deadpool Bob Ross. Those two. I have like Deadpool. He's like Bob Bob Ross. You know. You know he's painting. All right. With that said, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>